0: happy day to bring a very special uh, guest someone that collaborate with uh, personally Uh, he's a good friend he's one of the uh, family at uh, family members at uh, flus but not only that uh, this guy uh, he holds a master's uh, in economics practicing economics and hands-on experience in uh, tokenomics Why this is important? Because today, a lot of uh, so-claimed experts in the market, they talk about tokenomics, but actually they don't have any background in economics, finance whatsoever. One of the projects that he worked on was uh, Energy Web Token. Uh, He worked on the Alliance Block. Uh, hopefully, he'll tell us a little bit about his latest venture in uh, Bonk. But because he is working on a regulated stablecoin, we wanted to have uh, Mikal today uh, with us to tell us more what happened on Terra Luna, on UST, and we're going to ask him a few uh, couple questions. So if we can bring him on, Rudy, it would be great.
1: Yeah. Let's welcome Mikal uh, on the CryptoTalks platform. Welcome, Mikal. You know, we've heard a lot about you. So, uh, a lovely introduction by my colleague, Tay.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, Oh, Hi guys, great
1: there. great to be here. Now I'm very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the expectations are very high. But uh, you know, thanks for having me. And you know, tell you forgot to mention that I'm also responsible for tokenomics of Flus, right? Yes. <laughs> I think that's the most important today. But uh, that's, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm originally from from Poland, and uh, now I'm based in in Portugal, as you mentioned. Uh, I have a master's degree in economics uh, and before crypto, I was just a plain old boring economist. And since 2017, uh, I'm working with uh, projects and helping them define token economics, uh, financial modeling, stability analysis, uh, all the the good stuff that, uh, let's say, nobody cares about if things go well. And when things go go wrong, as in the beginning of May, now everybody is interested in token economics.
0: So. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Well, Nikal, for us in the MENA region, uh, stable coins, especially in Lebanon, play a very important part of the new economy that is shaping. Without stable coins and without crypto, to be honest, we cannot imagine what would happen in Lebanon when this financial crisis happened. A lot of the Lebanese crypto uh, supporters were somehow invested in Luna and they were leveraging the stable aspect of UST. And we were somehow supporting UST because it's an algorithmic stable coin. There is no regulator. No one can uh, stop our accounts. No one can block our transactions. What happened there?
1: Well, I mean, this is very sad. And I, I really feel very sorry for all the people who believed in the stability of this coin and now they are left with nothing. And I hear, let's say, heartbreaking stories on Twitter about people who lost their livelihood or people who even took, you know, a mortgage in order to in, in, invest in this and then all is gone. And, I mean, this is really heartbreaking. But f- for me, the, the, the most... uh it's an interesting and also scary thing is that uh, the whole Terra uh, Luna mechanism worked exactly as described in their 2019 white paper. And I first heard about Luna somewhere back in 2019 on a, on a podcast. Uh, uh, and I did, then did some research, uh, read through their white paper, read the stability mechanism, and just came to the conclusion that. Uh, it is a half stable coin so basically when the market is good uh, we if if the demand is growing then the coin is stable but it was very clear to me just reading the white paper that this mechanism doesn't really solve this debt spiral problem uh, where prices go down and luna depreciates and then there is a lower and lower demand for ust that is exactly what happened and you know you can let's say uh, point to different, I don't know, forces in the market who gave uh, this token this push that uh, made it fall off the cliff. But for me, this moment was inevitable because the the design of this whole mechanism, this whole algorithm uh, stops working when the moment the demand goes down.
0: So what can we do to prevent this in the future? If, if someone or if a group of people now are thinking, okay, we want to uh, bring a better stable coin out, what 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 can they do?
1: Okay. I, I think, let's say, you know, w- w- with crypto, first you need to do your own research. I mean, this is number one for, for crypto. Any, any asset you're going uh, to invest in, let's say, do your own research and maybe... Look it at a um, look it from a critical point of view. If you want to invest in a, in, a, in a token even if it's a stable coin don't look only at positive reviews and people who actually confirm uh, that this is a great pro- project. Look for people who are critical because maybe they have a good point right? So when you look at the uh, stablecoin market right now, I also would encourage people to look at projects or tokens that have uh, long uh, history. If you look at Dai, uh, it's been around since two thousand nineteen, and it kind of mastered this uh, latest downturn like a champ. Uh, there is a fairly new stablecoin called Liquid uh, USD. Uh, And they also kind of, you know, weather through the storm very very easily. A very interesting thing, if you look at CoinMarketCap and you look at prices of uh, Tether and USDC, you can see that on the very same day you had exactly a spike down on Tether and on the same day you have exactly corresponding spike up uh, on, on USDC. Right? Mm-hmm. so so you can see that people are transferring their funds they are basically selling uh, tether and they are buying usdc and you know of course every stable coin that is backed by fiat has this counterparty risk and regulatory risk because if there is uh, a finite amount of money in a the bank uh, then the government can i don't know say okay it's over we 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 close it but s- still If you have different projects that are fiat backed, uh, I would encourage looking at, for example, auditing reports. And USDC uh, actually publishes every month an auditing report. uh, And you actually know how those funds are allocated, where they are held. And uh, say, if the project, I'm not going to name it, but it ends with a T. If they start doing an audit and they only can account for 70% of the coins in circulation and then they say, ah, we don't feel like looking for more. It, it's not a good good signal, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I remember that project I uh, told you they're doing a uh, Twitter spaces and their CTO is coming uh, on Twitter spaces. And you said, yeah, I'm interested to talk to their CFO and <laughs> their uh, CTO.
1: <laughs> exactly. But...
0: Uh, This brings us to a very important uh, topic, question. It is even being raised right now in Davos, the future of uh, stable coins. Uh, Between algorithmic stable coins and regulated stable coins, this is somehow giving more momentum for regulators to push towards, yes, we need regulation in the cryptocurrency markets. So would Mikhail say the stablecoin market is dead? or is it going to rise back again from the ashes and we are going to see the regulator playing a very important role?
1: Uh, Look, we haven't even scratched the surface uh, as far as the market development for stable coins. You know, the the same way uh, right now everything is on the internet and it hasn't been 20 years before. Uh, I think in 20 years everything is going to be on the blockchain. Um, hmm. Money being one of the the first and most important aspects, so de- definitely there has to be let's say some regulation uh, that is let's say reasonable and probably different countries going to do different things, uh, but I mean regulation is is, is necessary to, to to prevent scam to you know bring protection to to, to people's deposits, uh, so. I definitely see a big interest uh, from central banks uh, when they want to create their own uh, stable coins that are basically backed by uh, central bank reserves. Uh, That would be awesome. I mean, giving uh, retail uh, uh, clients access directly to central bank deposits, uh, it doesn't get better than this. It's it's super safe. Uh, Definitely, there will be... the way I see it is probably there will be companies who are operating stable coins right now that will be trying to get a banking license, which is also great because then the deposits are insured by the deposit uh, insurance. I mean, look, I- I- if I may, you know, p- plug shamelessly, uh, the-, the project I'm also working with right now is called Bonk. Uh, and this is a uh, collateral collateralized but non-custodial uh, stablecoin. So basically it means that we are just developing a series of smart contracts on the blockchain and everybody has their own smart contract to interact with. There is no pooling of money, there is no holding of money, there is no custody, nothing like this. Everybody provides a, a collateral first and this collateral has be either at 120% or way, way higher. And this gives you an ability to mint your own uh, stable coins in the form of a loan that has uh, zero zero interest. Nice. And our, our first stable coin is going to be soft packed to, to the euro. Uh, and this is the whole difference. I mean, there is some value anchored uh, I- inside this protocol. But because it is completely, uh, let's say, non custodian, and this is just protocols. Uh, and smart contracts given directly to the people on the internet uh, we have uh, actually pretty high chance of being regulated in, in in switzerland by by Finma, hopefully uh because we're not touching people's money so we're just nice. providing technology for people to interact on the blockchain
0: nice Mikal. i'm really happy to have you here with us this will not be the last time for sure before you leave i have a question for you what is your favorite dish
1: Oh, my favorite! Oh, that's that's funny. I I have a lot of favorite dishes. You know, I, I'm from Poland, so we have our national dishes. But uh, I definitely love hummus. This is something from the MENA region. That nice. <laughs> we will
0: over an authentic hummus place. We'll. Uh, uh keep in touch we will have you again on uh, crypto talks and thank you for for your time with us today poland
1: poland has sorry let me interrupt poland has uh, a be- beautiful sausages uh, that was something i discovered that uh, that is a unique uh, culinary uh, in poland so yeah <laughs> all the best for that and thank you for being with us on the platform oh, my my uh, pleasure looking forward yeah, to the uh, next one thanks guys
0: thank you